tortured, despised, marooned, fed to beasts in the Colosseum. Against all odds, Christianity was built on the backs of men who gave everything because they dared to believe that a man rose from the dead. These are their words. Welcome to Fathers of the Faith. I'm your host, Jared Fraser. Join us as we read some of the earliest writings of the Christian faith from the men known as the early Church Fathers. Let's begin. The Epistle of Ignatius to Polycarp Ignatius, who is also called Theophorus, to Polycarp, bishop of the Church of the Smyrnaeans, or rather, who has, as his own bishop, God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Abundance of happiness. Chapter 1. Having obtained good proof that thy mind is fixed in God as upon an immovable rock, I loudly glorify his name, that I have been thought worthy to behold thy blameless face, which may I ever enjoy in God. I entreat thee, by the grace with which thou art clothed, to press forward in thy course, and to exhort all that may, that they may be saved. Maintain thy position with all care, both in the flesh and spirit. Have a regard to preserve unity, than which nothing is better. Bear with all, even as the Lord does with thee. Support all in love, as also thou dost. Give thyself to prayer without ceasing. Implore additional understanding to what thou already hast. Be watchful, possessing a sleepless spirit. Speak to every man separately, as God enables thee. Bear the infirmities of all, as being a perfect athlete in the Christian life, where the labor is great, the gain is all the more. Chapter 2 If thou lovest the good disciples, no thanks are due to thee on that account, but rather seek by meekness to subdue the more troublesome. Every kind of wound is not healed with the same plaster. Mitigate violent attacks of disease by gentle applications. Be in all things wise as a serpent and harmless as a dove. For this purpose thou art composed of both flesh and spirit that thou mayest deal tenderly with those evils that present themselves visibly before thee. And as respects those that are not seen, pray that God would reveal them unto thee, in order that thou mayest be wanting in nothing, but mayest abound in every gift. The times call for thee, as pilots do for the winds, and as on tossed with tempest seeks for the haven, so that both thou and those under thy care may attain to God. Be sober as an athlete of God. The prize set before thee is immortality and eternal life, of which thou art also persuaded. In all things may my soul be for thing, and my bonds also which thou hast loved. Chapter 3 Let not those who seem worthy of credit, but teach strange doctrines, fill thee with apprehension. Stand firm, as does an anvil which is beaten. It is the part of a noble athlete to be wounded and yet to conquer. And especially we ought to bear all things for the sake of God, that he also may bear with us. Be ever becoming more zealous than what thou art. Weigh carefully the times. Look for him who is above all time, eternal and invisible, yet who became visible for our sake. 
impalpable and impassable, yet who became passable on our account, and who in every kind of way suffered for our sake. Chapter 4. Let not the widows be neglected. Be thou after the Lord their protectors and friend. Let nothing be done without your consent. Neither do thou anything without the approval of God, which indeed thou dost not, inasmuch as thou art steadfast. Let your assembling together be of frequent occurrence. Seek after all by name. Do not despise either male or female slaves, yet neither let them be puffed up with conceit, but rather let them submit themselves the more for the glory of God, that they may obtain from God a better liberty. Let them not long to be set free from slavery at the public expense, that they be not found slaves to their own desires. Chapter 5. Flee evil arts, but also the more discourse in public regarding them. Speak to my sisters, that they love the Lord, and be satisfied with their husbands, both in the flesh and in spirit. In like manner also exhort my brethren in the name of Jesus Christ, that they love their wives even as the Lord the Church. If anyone can continue in a state of purity to the honor of him who is Lord of the flesh, let him so remain without boasting. If he begins to boast, he is undone, and if he reckon himself greater than the bishop, he is ruined. But it becomes both men and women who marry to form their union with the approval of the bishop that their marriage may be according to God and not after their own lust. Let all things be done to the honor of God. Chapter 6 Give heed to the bishop, that God also may give heed to you. My soul be for theirs that are submissive to the bishop, to the presbyters, and to the deacons, and may my portion be along with them in God. Labor together with one another. Strive in company together, run together, suffer together, sleep together, and awake together as stewards and associates and servants of God. Please ye him under whom ye fight, and from whom ye receive your wages. Let none of you be found a deserter. Let your baptism endure as your arms, your faith as your helmet, your love as your spear, your patience as a complete panoply. Let your works be the charge assigned to you, that you may receive a worthy recompense. Be long-suffering, therefore, with one another, in meekness, as God is towards you. May I have joy of you forever. Chapter 7 Seeing that the church which is at Antioch in Syria is, as report has informed me, at peace, through your prayers, I also am the more encouraged, resting without anxiety in God, if indeed by means of suffering I may attain to God, so that through your prayers I may be found a disciple of Christ. It is fitting, O Polycarp, most blessed in God, to assemble a very solemn council, and to elect one whom you greatly love, and know to be a man of activity, who may be designated the messenger of God, and to bestow on him this honor, that he may go into Assyria and glorify your ever-active love to the praise of Christ. A Christian has not power over himself, but must always be ready for for service uh, to God. Now, this work is both God's and yours, when you shall have completed it to his glory. For I trust that through grace you are prepared for every good work pertaining to God. Knowing therefore your energetic love of the truth, I have exhorted you by this brief epistle, Chapter 8. Inasmuch as I have not been able to write to all the churches, because I must suddenly sail from Choaz to Neapolis, 
as the will of the emperor enjoins, I beg that thou, as being acquainted with the purpose of God, wilt write to the adjacent churches, that they also may act in like manner, such as are able to do so, sending messengers, and the others transmitting letters through those persons who are sent by thee, that thou mayest be glorified by a work which shall be remembered forever, as indeed thou art worthy to be. I salute all by name, and in particular, the wife of Epitropus, with all her house and children. I salute Attalus, my beloved. I salute him who shall be deemed worthy to go from you into Syria. Grace shall be with him forever, and with Polycarp that sends him. I pray for your happiness forever in our God, Jesus Christ, by whom continue ye in the unity and under the protection of God. I salute Alche, my dearly beloved. Fare ye well in the Lord.